What's good, everybody? Welcome to the In General Podcast with the host, Ty Demi. Hope y'all not getting affected by the pollen. Not getting, don't have allergies. Jesus, it's getting bad in Atlanta. Honestly, I think being allergic to pollen is probably like one of the worst things. <laughs> Top five. Like, because you can't avoid pollen. Like, there's no way. Like, it's literally all over the place. Well, I think it's just if you're from somewhere else. Well, like like we talked about, like we're both from somewhere else and moved to Atlanta, and then the allergies got worse. So if you're from somewhere else and came to Atlanta, you just got hit with something that you don't even expect. Like, you, you don't think about it. I didn't think about allergies uh, any time before I moved yeah. to Georgia. And as soon as I hit Georgia, it hit me like a bus, dog. Yeah. Every spring. And, you know, it's funny, too, because um, one of my, uh, like, higher-ups at work actually said, like, the same thing, too, because he's originally from Canada. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he was up there, like, 20-plus years. No, no pollen, allergies, all that came really? out here. Just a nightmare. So, I don't know, mm-hmm. man. That's crazy. Well, but you I, know it's about that time. Every time you see everybody cars, got yeah. all, you know, all that yellow stuff you on know, it. People running around with the yellow stuff. Nose, it's coming. To be honest. You can't avoid it. Uh, but, man, how's your week been going so far, man? It's been straight, just like usual. You know, class. You know how grad school is, dog. It's just class, 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 research, yeah. class, research. So, uh, doing a lot, well, a lot more research, I guess, this week. But, yeah, just kind of getting into it. Um, trying to think of anything significant. What what's significant has happened? Not much. I'm kind of trying to get ready for the yacht party. One of our uh, one of our homeboys is having a yacht party. Homeboys and homegirls. Home <laughs> uh, I forgot they were throwing it together. Are having a yacht party. So I've been trying to stay. I've been staying like super disciplined. I, I always go to the gym, but yeah, staying like super disciplined uh, diet wise. Yeah, I'm dying, dog. I'm sitting here eating rice cakes and all this stuff. I what need, diet are you on? Huh? What diet are you no, on? No specific. I just, I mean, the same when I was in, when I was working in therapy and stuff like that. There was a dietitian at the hospital, so mm-hmm. just talking. I was used to talk with her. And just uh, about general healthy eating lifestyle yeah. changes and stuff like that. So I'm kind of going back to the things that she always talked about. Just more vegetables, more nutrients, a lot of micronutrients, uh, mm-hmm. focusing a little bit more on macronutrients, stuff like that. But yeah, just general, general healthy eating. Mm-hmm. And is uh, I'm, I want it like nachos or something, dog. Yeah. But I'm going to wait till the yacht party because they're going to have, apparently, I don't know. Like tacos, nachos, all this type of stuff. No, so I'm gonna wait to eat that until then. No, no, we can promote this. Well, nah, because I mean it's, it's run out of like spots now. Yeah. yeah, so <laughs> but um, but yeah, man, I feel you because this this keto diet right now is just <laughs> it's brutal, man. When was it's, the last time you had a slice of bread? Uh, it's been over two weeks for sure. Like I haven't had bread in a while. I Has really it affected? How do you feel like it's changed? Like, do you feel the effects of the I change just, of diet? I feel like I'm hungry all the time. <laughs> Literally, I don't be satisfied anytime I eat. So I just like, I just need to eat some more. And um, I mean, it's just figuring like what to eat like in the afternoon because that's always the worst part of the day for mm-hmm. me. Because, like, there's nothing convenient around me for just to, like, go and get something. Because everything has carbs in it. 
literally everything has carbs. Like, there's not even, like, even a drink. Like, I can get only drink water, basically, or maybe coffee. I mean, that's not bad, though. But, yeah. I mean, I only drink water anyway, but, you know, sometimes no you just want to, like, thing would quick. be hard for me. It's very, it's very hard. Eat, like, vegetables have carbs. Like, there's, there's a bunch of, well, well. Well, is no, there is there carb restriction? I was about to say, is there a carb restriction or is it just no carb? Well, I'm not I, super. We're familiar doing with the like a diet. 35 gram carb limit, like a day. Okay, so yeah. So there's still like small so. intakes of it, but it's it's rough because it's just like you can literally only eat so much. Yeah. But then like there are some things that have carbs in it, but it has dietary fiber, so you kind of like subtract it off of it. So mm. like these Quest little protein bars, mm. like I figured that that was. You know. <laughs> so you you've been there two weeks and you already cheating the system. It's not cheating. It's not cheating because literally mm-hmm. on there it says four net carbs because it literally subtracted <coughs> the, the fiber the fiber out of it. So, I mean, it's just you gotta find like I'm literally always having to Google research. It's yeah. such and such keto friendly. Like, <laughs> so. I mean that's it's a good way to be. Is it, at least. Even if it if you don't see any significant changes or anything like mm-hmm. that, at least it's, it's teaching you the discipline that you need to, for whether or not you want to just change the diet in general. Maybe you add carbs back, but you still yeah. stay low. You go to low fat, yeah. uh, high protein, high carb. You I'm not gonna lie to though. So. I had rice on Sunday. I had rice <laughs> and stew. I actually was Saturday and Sunday. I I saw my so mom. So you just started. So no, you just no, started keto. no, no. That's not true. Cause I've been doing <laughs> it since the past Monday. Yeah, we last started Monday. last week, and then this week too. Wait, so, so wait, you you had rice and stew. What was in the stew? Uh, lamb. Oh, that's but it was like my mom made the dish, like right Nigerian rice and stew. Mm. So. Do but you I get know. do you get specific cheat days or something like that with keto or well, is it, or I don't is it know. Just straight through? I don't know honestly because like it's like ketosis is yeah. like the form. Yeah, you put your whatever. body in ketosis. So I don't know if like I can do it seven days out the week or I can cheat days. Mm-hmm. Like I don't really know. I'm just kind of going with the the flow right now on it. Well, aside, aside from keto, how's your life been? Um, it's been okay. Could be better, but it's been okay. Um, it's like the some, motto for 2019. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, be better. Um, but there there's some things brewing. I will say that for right now. Um, <coughs> there's some things in the work, in the works, but um. You know, more information on the way. I feel it. Obviously. Man. You know, I don't... What you talking about? What you put in the group me? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That. Um, so, yeah, more to come on that. I feel you. That was, that was some good stuff. <laughs> um, I, you know, you know who I miss? I miss six-month-year-old Nova. You miss six-month-year-old Nova? Yes. The Nova who couldn't move. You know, the, the walking honestly, that's what they well, all the all the children I work with, <laughs> all the children I work with, man, is always it's the walk, obviously. But the kids I work with are atypical, though, they're not typical children. But mm-hmm. the, the walking is always the the 
it's the catalyst, man. Once they start walking, it's like a whole nother world. It, it's a whole nother world. It's just like, like okay, now it's time to explore all yeah. these things I've been looking at. Like, yeah, no, that's big. I'm about to get active. Which is good. I mean, you want you want to you want them to explore, you want them to get, you know, open to different stimuli and stuff like that. But is it it is just such a hassle. It's so, such a hassle a parent, when they just don't know when to stop. <laughs> Yeah, she, she it's moves. like, yo, she how many times do I have to tell you no thank you for you to get the message? <laughs> and no thank you ain't going to be working no more, dog. Be like, it'd be enticing and make her want to do it more. And it's like, why are you doing this? But, um, and now she's getting upset because she can't get what she wants. Like, you're 14 months. How do you even know this? Like, <laughs> so it's. it's it's a little struggle, man. I'm not going to lie. It's a lie. process. You it's know? a marathon, not a sprint, dog. Yeah, man. I just hope we get the terrific twos and not the terrible twos. Because, um, you know, she's definitely feeling herself now. But uh, anyway, that's enough about us. So we're going to go ahead and move to first topic of the day, generally speaking. As you guys know already, generally speaking is our life segment. So any life questions or topics that we have, we discuss a little bit before we head into the pop culture Shout stuff. So, um, this week's topic actually um, started in our Lion Brother group, Lee. Um, I don't remember specifically in there how it started, but I remember my comment, which spewed into... Yeah, a bunch a, of different... A, 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 yeah, a big, you know. T- uh, well, basically, talking about uh, being afraid of death. Because... <coughs> um, you know, everybody says, like, the inevitable is death and taxes. Like, you're going to die. Like, right, this tell is... Tell Wesley Snipes taxes are inevitable. <laughs> See, I'm a... I'm a uh, he don't, he don't want to buy by American yeah, law. he doesn't buy by American law. But um, you can't avoid it. Like, it's, it's going to happen, mm-hmm. you know. And you think with knowing that, it'll be like, okay, you know, I, I can accept that, but... It's really not that easy, honestly. What? De- death. Accepting the whole concept of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, because one, well, you can under, you can understand that people not want to accept it. Mm-hmm. Well, accepting it is one thing, but being able to conceptualize the idea of them dying is a whole other thing. Yeah. Because you can't really. You can't control that's how like, you're going to die. That's the literal, that's the literal, excuse me, literal unknown. Mm-hmm. It's where you can't. You don't really speak to anyone who has died. Nobody yeah, has you died can, you have comes nobody back and tell you like, what it is. Yo, how is it you like know? when you die? That's like that's like some people are scared to like move to another state or something like that. But yeah. you can have somebody go to you can have somebody go to a state, or you can go go to a state, come back and tell you the things about the state. Tell you, mm-hmm. you know, oh, it's not this bad. You'll like this. You'll like that. Blah blah. There's nobody that can come back to life and be like, oh yeah, no, definitely that bad. You be yeah. straight. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's just fear to unknown and yeah. what it boils down to. Exactly. I think it's multiple things. I think it's definitely because I can't control the way how I'm going to die or when I'm going to die. And it's not good to just think about, like, yo, when is that day going to come? Like, you can't think, oh, no, well, every other day, that, that's yeah. a, another day, one day closer. But, um, I mean, not it's not even good to think about that period because I think it does hold you back from living your life like full potential because of that and just like for example i.e like flying on planes like for yeah. me like there's so much word out here to see but you're letting this 
hold you back from doing that. Like, it's just, you got to hop out of it. But, um, and like I said, I'm saying this now and you would just think, oh yeah, it makes sense. Like, duh, you know, <laughs> but then when I think about death, I'm just like, damn, like it's crazy. But well, I also think it is too of, I've never like experienced like anybody around me, like lose, like lose them, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, the closest would be like like avian in a sense, because like that's somebody I worked with, mm-hmm. you know, actually spoke oh, to had conversa- like con- exactly oh, wow. like, yeah, having yeah, conversations yeah. with them, and then it's just like, yeah, then they're day. just gone. It's just like, well, it's a very weird, so, it's a very weird concept to yeah. where you literally, yeah, like you said, you can be talking to somebody one day and the next day they not be there. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there is something to. You can't not think about it, but there is something to understanding it and not letting it hold you back, but still understanding the concept of like you. You don't want to go out there living like those the white dudes that climb all those buildings and hang off the building. No, yeah, that's that's, that's like you're just kind of choosing the place. Like you're really risking. <laughs> but it. if you, but if you're if you're you know you have you have an idea you have a concept of what death is, but you don't let it hold you back from doing the things that are um, helping you live the fullest life that you can. I don't mm-hmm. know if that makes sense, but um, then I, th- I think you have a good balance of it. I think, you, yeah. you know, you're still living, but you're, you're not being reckless to the point where, you know, your life doesn't mean anything. You're just doing crazy stuff for the, for the heck of it. Yeah. Because I feel like I try to deal with it sometimes in my head. Like, for example, like when I try to envision myself flying on a plane, yeah, I can never get to the end part of me landing safely. It's always like it usually It usually ends with you landing. 99.9% of the time, you will land exactly. fine. You'll be fine. But I just can't think that. Like, I just, I'm trying to just flip the switch. Like, not I mean, automatically. You're going to have to. I just gotta You're get gonna on. You're gonna have there. to get on a plane eventually. <laughs> like, I don't think there's a way that you, especially now, especially with jazz. Yeah, You're gonna I know. have to get on a plane. I know. It's, I mean, it's bound to happen. Yeah. You'll be fine, it, especially. I mean, with that, you'll be fine. But everybody flies. <laughs> like I know so many people that fly in an airplane. Like, Do you know anybody that's been in an airplane crash? No. Do you know anybody that's been in a car crash? Yes. Exactly. You're more likely to get in a car crash than a than a crash in the airplane or having an emergency evacuation or something like that. Yeah. It'd be fine. I feel like we talk about my fear of planes at least once a week. <laughs> <laughs> this is me trying to get out of this. You need somebody to talk to this about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, going back to, you know, I've never experienced it too. And that's another thing I fear too is dealing with losing somebody. Like, Yeah, it's hard. You know, I mean, I think the closest person to pass to me, well, I've I've had a few people pass, but I think the closest was my grandpa probably, mm-hmm. and that was well. I think it's worst one is unexpected. There's yeah. some people that pass, and it's kind of like you, you kind of you know there were coming. things leading like you knew, yeah. But um, yeah, when it's unexpected, uh, it's kind of rough, but. You know, you almost learn, and I, I it's kind of cheesy, it's kind of generic to say, but, mm-hmm. you know, you learn to kind of live your life. Yeah. When you see something like that, you see, like, it can all be gone in one day. Yeah. I mean, literally, anything could happen. Literally. You, you could be pulling out the, you know, driveway or whatever, and somebody just, just come through. <laughs> you know, so, there's, 
there's no there's no point in being fearful of it. Yeah. Um, but again, you gotta you you have to keep that in mind too. Um, and you learn that a lot when you, when people close to you die. I feel like. Yeah. Even though everybody says it, but you don't. I don't think you understand. I used to say that too. Like everybody says you. When this person died, I learned to live my life to the fullest. Blah 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 blah. blah. But I don't want it know. to get to that point though. That's my thing. What? I want to be able to learn to live my life to the fullest without having to experience that pain and emotion. I mean, you're going that. to, but that's that's also an inevitable. Just how death for you is inevitable, death for other people is inevitable. Yeah. And, you know, it's only six degrees of separation, you know. <coughs> Somebody, excuse me. Um, it's more than likely that somebody within your circle, your inner circle, is going to die before you. Let me just see what it is. Is it true that every 11 seconds as somebody passes away? I wouldn't be surprised. That's crazy. <laughs> Honestly. But, um, yeah, man, I think I need to read some books on it. But I also want to see a therapist, too. I know mm. I've been saying that on and off. But, like, About I really what, need to a make fear it happen. of death or just the concept? I mean, multiple death. things, of course. But this, I definitely think. Um, I would like to talk to somebody about because mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I can always try doing stuff on my own too, but I mean, it'll never hurt, you know. I haven't talked about it for a minute. It's just I keep putting it off. I tried during paternity leave, but they just never had dates. And they were always like months ahead. I'm just like, dude, yeah, I'm trying I'm sure to see somebody next it. Tuesday. <laughs> but um, but yeah. Yeah, it's worth looking into. I mean, I've never gone to see a therapist, but I mean, everybody, I, I know multiple people who see a therapist, and they, I mean, I haven't really It's really low-key the norm right now, and that's yeah, cool. Yeah, now it's that's definitely smooth a, as hell. like a move. Like, I'm glad that's a, a normal thing now, like, <clears throat> excuse me, people aren't looking at you crazy because you, you do that, like, mm-hmm. So, I mean, especially um, in the black community. Yeah, absolutely. It's been stigmatized for a while. Yeah, people really thought you were psycho for doing it. But, um, oh, yeah, you couldn't tell me. If, if I was 15-year-old me, you oh, talking yeah. about you going to a therapy. What? <laughs> you do <doing> right. what? <laughs> like, all right, this guy. But, um, yeah, man, that's, I think, I feel like there's one more thing I wanted to say. About? On, on death. Mm. But uh, it's not coming my way. But I feel a little better talking about it, getting it out there, you know, yeah. one day at a time, you know. But anyways, we're going to switch to our next segment, our music segment, What Are You Listening To? So, of course, this is anything that yeah, we've been music. listening to or any streaming service we listen to, you know, any genre, you know, because we listen to everything, man. <laughs> so, Ty, what have you been listening to this week, man? Um... Still some more crypto, uh, like three doors down, stuff like that. Um, I'm trying to th- what you know, Justine Sky. I was always not a big proponent of, um, her music, and I think it was just one song that I heard one time, and it was mm-hmm. just kind of jet me off. But Justine Sky has a good, uh, a good little catalog. But know myself, uh, featuring Vory. That was the one song that kind of Vory V O R Y. I I never heard him, but the song itself is kind of a bop. Mm-hmm. Um, 
uh, going, I mean, back, I told you I always listen to kind of like old stuff too. Um, Baby Bash and Frankie J, you know, uh, you know, probably know the song, you know, Sugar Sugar. Yeah, Sugar Sugar, how you get so yeah. fly. They came out with an acoustic, they came out with an acoustic version of that song on a new album they had. It's called, it's like Sangria. It was like Sangria. middle. <laughs> yeah, the album is called Sangria. But it was like in the beginning or middle of last year. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I just kind of revisited that album. Um, and then going back, still, uh, yeah, still listening to some Queen, uh, a lot of Aerosmith still. I couldn't catch on to the Aerosmith wave. No? Nah. Well, there. I mean, the big, the bigger, like Dream On, like songs like that. Oh, okay. Definitely. The bandwagon uh, song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just definitely stay. Because, like, I don't. I don't yet. Yeah, I feel like Aerosmith went for me like a like a lot of other like a lot of other bands and stuff like that. Never really stuck with me or nothing. Um, just you know, some of the, the bigger songs. You know what I want to reference to real quick? You know a game I really loved back in the day. A game? Yeah. Like a video game? Yeah. Rock band. Oh, I'm so trash at rock band, dog. Bro, what? I hated rock band. What? That's crazy. I'm better on real guitar than I am on the rock band. Guitar. <laughs> That used to be my shit back in the day. What you uh? What you listening to? Um, so it was a bunch of stuff. Last <laughs> Wait, week. what do you are you, you on Apple Music? Yeah, I'm on Apple Music. Oh, I don't know why I thought you had title. I did. I used to have title. I had title for a while. Like I wasn't paying for title for like over that's a year. Important. Honestly, <laughs> that's important. Nah, I mean, I was. <laughs> hey, I had a subscription, so that's all that matters. That I had counts. that three months free. I had a three months free subscription. I was rocking it for a good well, minute. Shout out to Usher. I was rocking it for a good minute, and then <laughs> it just stopped. Mm. So I was like, hold on now. We got to make some that's decisions. That, that's that dollar going out to black community. Oh, <laughs> Killer Mike was there. Yo, I'm trash. I'm really trash. No, nah, I feel it. Though, I ain't got title <laughs> either. So. You got Spotify? I got Apple Music. Oh, okay. But um, this week, I was actually my Wiz Khalifa bag. Um I pulled back oh, wow. uh, Taylor Autodice. That's probably one of my favorite Wiz mixtapes, man. man. Wiz, dog. That's that was. I like, had a patch. I had the pat. I had the Wiz patch. Disgusting. I, had I a, can't even imagine. Right before I had my locks, I had the Wiz patch. Yeah, it was wild. <laughs> it was a wild time, bro. Camo shorts and and chucks. But dog, that was that was my album. Like I can still just play that from the top and let it run. I mean, Mary O and I C on there. My favorite song was literally my favorite song. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. <laughs> was Taylor Auto? Was that before uh, Cushion Orange Juice? No, this after? was after. This was way after. This was like 2011, 2012. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. This was yeah, after yeah, he after. dropped um, Rolling Papers. Oh, really? Yeah, because there was like a little interview snippets in the middle yeah, of it. Yeah. And he talked about like the interview guy, like his response to rolling paper because it really wasn't that well received because it was like a shift and was like okay now you're doing poppy mm-hmm. stuff like what's, what's up with you like yeah you know so um you should definitely go back and listen to that mix I need to man. go back and listen to all my old whiz because I used to be god I used to listen like to I'm all saying whiz, I was Taylor gang and he was I from died. Pittsburgh so I was like somebody from Pennsylvania you know it's whatever yeah but yeah I gotta go back and listen to all that but yeah that was that was definitely my guy man um, what else have been listening to? Uh, I've been listening to some of the new kids in the box stuff. <coughs> have you heard of um, 
what is this man's name? There's just so many artists coming out every week. It's oh, a new artist. Yeah, his name is YK. Oh yeah, YK or uh, right? Bro, I don't know how to say his name. Bro, I don't know why you asked me if I heard. You. Um, I don't know none of these people. You know, like I said, I listen to playlists. Like <clears throat> if I'm not listening to like an actual yeah. album, some playlist. But this guy right here, he has a song called <laughs> "Worth It." Um, you know, I look, is he a man. singer or a rapper? You know, all these rappers are both now. Yeah. Everybody tries to sing these days, and uh, even though they can't sing. But he, he has a little straight voice. I don't know, dog. I never thought I was going to be the guy who was like, you know, I, I'm just listening to stuff that I used to listen to and all that stuff, and I'll be more accepting of, like, the new music. But I don't know any, like, the new artist, like, my little sister, she's like 15. She'll tell me artists that I have no, like, I've, I've never seen them, never heard of them, mm-hmm. never heard music. No, I saw that XXL, like, I guess people can vote for their freshman list. It was like so many little somethings. I was just like, who who are these people? Like, yeah, I mean, well. Little Nar. I've, he's based in Atlanta, I think. I've never heard of this person in my life. Well, it's the, you know, like it, like you said, the 15, probably between 14 and 18-year-olds are driving that whole, you know, that whole yeah, push. Wait, that They're pushing all wait. of that, so. Yeah. It's out of our, you know, it's out of our scope at this point. Yeah, that's true. Um, P&B Rock is coming back. He's making a little buzz with the uh, little skies. Um, he has a song, um, with little skies. You know, little skies is. Yeah, I know little skies. Called I Like Girls. That's a good song. Um, it's it's gonna be a, a I think a good club song. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely see that getting some buzz. Um, I listened to some big Sean this week, man. You know he's, you know he's putting himself back out there, man. So, you, you said know. Sean? Mm-hmm. Big yeah. Sean. Yeah, yeah. When is his his new project? Coming I have out? no idea. I'm just I'm ready for it. But I was listening to some Dark Sky Paradise, uh, some Hall of Fame. Those are two great albums, man. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people didn't appreciate those albums. Um, what else? Feel like that's almost, oh, and some Cold World Kids. That's an indie band. You know, I was in my Cold World Kids. Yeah, Cold War Kids. Cold War. They're kids. indie band. Um, I was listening to some, some of their old stuff. Got my little depressed bag this week. So uh. <laughs> think about death. <laughs> think about flying airplanes. Yeah, you know, man, you know it. So, uh, but uh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I'm glad people found this tweet funny. The leg? <laughs> no. She found out the laundry money in it. <laughs> nah, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, but go ahead and switch over to some pop culture stuff. Not too much this week, but there was some big stuff that that was addressed. Uh, I think we should start off for Cardi B. I think that might be the the biggest thing to go off with. Um, so if you don't know already, um, there was a video that uh, that she did on IG Live three years ago. And uh, basically, she was talking about how she used to drug men and, and rob them. And uh, a lot of people didn't like that. A lot of people didn't uh, agree with what she said. Mm-hmm. And uh, they even made it a hashtag, Sur- Surviving Cardi B. Yeah. And um, I saw a lot of both sides. I didn't really say much on it because I I wanted to wait to the podcast to address it. 
But um, I definitely saw a lot of people both sides definitely saying she get canceled. All this blah 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 blah. But uh, what are your thoughts so far on that? Well, I mean, from all right to my understanding, she said that she would uh, when she was a stripper, mm-hmm. she would guys would ask her to have sex or whatever. She would take them home, mm-hmm. uh, drug them, and then take their money and leave. Mm-hmm. Right. But I thought that was like common. I, I thought it was common knowledge that that type of stuff happened, or at least yeah. like in the north. Like I would assume in the south too. Uh, strip club culture is way bigger than the south, but mm-hmm. yeah, like there was a lot of strippers doing it. There was a lot of strippers like drugging. Not again, not to say that is right, because I don't feel like I don't feel like there was a. Uh, I don't feel like there's a similar any similarities between the R. Kelly thing mm-hmm. or. Absolutely. The, uh, the Cardi B thing. I think but, a lot of people doing some reaching. On that. <coughs> Excuse me. That's not to say they're not both wrong and they're they're uh, in their own regards. But yeah, um, yeah, Cardi. The the whole thing was sort of I think normalized in like early like early two thousands mid like right before two thousand ten. That was like a big that was a big thing. There was a bunch of like a. Uh, Matter of fact, in New York, it was a bunch of like bus and stuff. They used to bust in the strip clubs, and um, they would have like private investigators filing strippers mm-hmm. because they would. It was like a outbreak of it was a bunch of people getting robbed. And they were reporting to police. A bunch of people getting yeah. robbed and stuff from strippers. Um, but no, I yeah, I think it's bad in its own way. But I don't, I don't think it's fair to to compare that to R. Kelly. Yeah, yeah, or even the Bill Cosby situation, like. Raping and stealing are two different beasts, literally. I don't see how people can even, like, if you give me the option, I'm clearly, I'd rather get robbed than raped. Than raped? And 100% of the time. <laughs> I think most people say that. So, I don't understand why people even, I just feel like people just want to say shit just to say shit. Like, that's what it comes down to, because it, first of all, this was three years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, it'd be one thing if she just said it now, like. I thought that's what happened. Like, it was a recent ID story. Mm-hmm. But this was something three years ago. So, like, that means you had to go look for this. Like, this wasn't already here. You know, like, why, whoever posted this, why are you just waiting till now to, to release it? Like, that's why I just kind of feel like, what what's your, your end goal with that? Yeah. You know, why? what what was the reason for dropping it? Well, I think it's the same place? idea as the whole, uh, like, the Kevin Hart thing. Like, people... Will bring stuff, old stuff up or something like that, just to for cancel culture or whatever it is. Yeah, and that's why I feel like that's that's stupid. Like, if it's not something they just did, why are you now bringing it up? Like, that's it's pointless to me because yeah. obviously you're only doing it for a bad reason. You can't be doing it for good. Yeah, you to be honest. But she did <coughs> say too that <laughs> she would drug them and then bring transsexual. Wait, what? She said that she would bring transsexual. Oh, no. I think she said that if her... She said... Yeah, she said if her her man cheated on her... Oh, yeah. She would drug her man, make him have have a threesome with a a trans person, and then rob him, (laughs) and then leave. Which I I think that was a bit... (laughs) It's a bit dramatic. Yeah. Hey. So, it was a guy... It was actually... It was a guy that posted... I think he... um, I don't know who posted, dog. I, you know, I don't really have Facebook or nothing like that. But I think it was a guy who posted on Facebook. He showed him a picture of him and Cardi B 
at the strip club. And then he was like, he put like a long post about how he was missing $850 yeah. the next day but and all types of stuff. He had a wife. Yeah, he said he cheated on his wife. <laughs> so it's just like, I really can't feel that bad for yeah. you because you shouldn't have been in that place in the from the get-go. <laughs> so you got to put yourself into this kind of karma getting back at you. But um, yeah, man, just people's doing a lot of reaching on this, man. Like. Yeah. But yeah. still, it's still wrong. I mean, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. wrong. It's still wrong. But it's like, it was already two illegal things going on. Like, one, you're soliciting for sex. And then two, the robbery. It's like getting robbed during a, a drug deal. Like, you really can't do nothing about it. Because you're already participating in illegal activity. Mm-hmm. You can't call the cops like, yo, somebody just sold <laughs> drugs. Or, hey, they didn't pay You'd me. You'd be surprised, <laughs> though. People do that all the time. <laughs> So, I mean, it's already two wrongs occurring. So, I just yeah. feel like people trying to compare it or like, oh, if a man did this, we, like, he's out of here. Yo, there's double standards in this world. Like, it's, we clear as day know that. I mean, but that's just reality of it. Like, the double standard, you're using this tons of double standards that women can use that's placed against them. So, it's like, come on, dude. Like. I just feel like people, I mean, like I said, it's a bad thing, but yeah, some people are really just doing the most. Yeah, I think it's just it's a weird, it's a weird false equivalency. Yeah. But. I don't even think Cardi should have apologized for it, because it's just like, look, wait it out three days, people going to forget about it. Like, you're going to be good. People still going to listen to your music, nothing's going to change. Like, none of, none of the brands are going to drop her, you know what I'm saying? No, not right now. And I guess to speak on the Rick Ross, like, because, you know, he did lose his endorsement with Reebok during the, uh, that old line he had. Mm-hmm. Molly and yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she didn't even know it. it. But you can clearly see, like, what that insinuates. Like, even if that's not <laughs> what he was trying to do, just a casual listener would probably assume that. So I just feel like you said you don't think she should apologize for it. No, because one for the act. No, for I guess for saying it, but no, because I mean it's in your past. Like you, what am I to even say anything about it? Honestly, you can still reconcile with your. I think I I think this is wrong. There's a point saying something about that's that's the environment in that. Like, and my thing is too. What are people really mad at? Are you mad at the fact that she's robbing somebody or the fact that she's drugging, drugging somebody? Because if she had a gun and was robbing people, would anybody be saying anything? Well, that, that's, the, that's the thing I don't really understand. Because th- there's a bunch of people who will speak. I mean, you got rappers every day. And I, I, I've I heard somebody else talk about it. But you got rappers every day talking about robbing people. Exactly. And all it's types literally of stuff, all in their songs. It's all good. Literally. So, yeah, it, it would have to be the kind of combination of drugging and robbing. <clears throat> Excuse me. But there's a bunch of, like, if we want to sit on, like, a moral high ground, there's a bunch of things that people are not outraged and don't say anything about, but yeah. are about the same, you know, or the, to the same effect as her drugging somebody who wanted to have sex with her and, and stealing money. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Like I said, people going to forget about this by next week, honestly, so she's going to be all right. Um, just no more. No more bringing up your, your friends. Just... <laughs> Let's I don't think she's drugging nobody else. <laughs> Let's just move forward. But all right, on to the next topic. Mr. Jesse Smollett. I don't I really just don't understand what's going on with 
that whole situation, honestly. Because um, he got all the charges dropped. Yeah. So... The only thing I can I can imagine happened was there was evidence. I'm sure. Well, first I'm sure it was it was fake. It's still, I think I think yeah, everybody still to, to the fact. But it was I think some of the evidence evidence that was obtained by like law enforcement and stuff may not have been obtained in the in the most lawful way. Mm-hmm. And I think everything didn't follow due process. Like both sides messed up. Yeah, well, During yeah, I think I think there was just some some things that didn't go. You know, everybody didn't dot their eyes and cross their t's. So, yeah. uh, the mediation between that or the the middle ground between that was just dropping the case and and not having to be re- you can't reopen it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I I don't know what I know the the mayor was pretty mad about that. I know the yeah. the mayor was pretty uh was pretty pissed about the whole situation. Because uh, I was listening to Steve Wilkos' interview in The Breakfast Club, and he made a good point. Because if he wasn't guilty, he would have tried to get back his $10,000 from the bond, like, if he really didn't, like, do it. Um, He served community service hours. Like, if you didn't do something, like, you would not be doing stuff to get exonerated. You're going to be trying to fight for, defend yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, Or you would be trying to sue he didn't do any of that. Like, yeah, I think he just had a good. He, I think yeah. he took a plea deal. He had a good you know? legal, legal, legal. He had a good legal team. Yeah, um, and since it was probably his first time offense, they were just you know slap on the hand. So. It's still a ridiculous situation though. Oh, absolutely! Uh, the fact that he even orchestrated this, like, I, yeah, they said uh, it's open. It's open season. If anybody, <laughs> as you say, if anybody want to beat up Jesse Smollett. Oh, oh yeah, because nobody put, gonna blame. Yo, put, yo, put on a, <laughs> a MAGA hat and and beat him up, call MAGA whatever. Because the next time he come to the police station, like, all right, you're not gonna believe this. <laughs> Somebody, <laughs> that some point. dudes, like, some black dudes <laughs> in in MAGA hats. I'm like, all right. But yeah, nah, not. that's very true though. Like he he definitely gotta watch. Out. He might as well get security. That's why he had all that security with him. What when what he got the, out the court? Cause you know now, like yo, no, no, cause somebody finna sneak him, dog. Oh yeah, he now nah, he need to wa- have somebody watching him sleep <laughs> at this point. Cause well, he got you know after is he still on Empire? Does anybody watch Empire? <laughs> 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 to answer your question, yes, there are people who still do. I thought they killed him off, but I think they're bringing him back, and I don't know how they're gonna bring him back. But I do know this is like. Yeah, man, Jesse Smollett playing Jesus. This has been like their, their lowest. <laughs> Three days he's back. He's like resurrected. Like Jesse Smollett since the season started. So like this really, really affected them. I don't know how. It's because it's probably people boycotting the entire show mm-hmm. because of him. Even though you know whatever they might have killed him off or whatever yeah. the case may be. Yeah. But um, yeah, this is what happens when you're famous. You you can get away with stuff. Cause this this whole situation. It's happening when you rich. when you when you call yourself the gay Tupac, it's really hard for me to believe anything you say. After I'm sorry, that. I I, I didn't can't. know who Jesse Smollett was <laughs> until this. <laughs> like, oh no, that's fact though. I didn't know his name you, until all this yeah, happened. Yeah, so I mean, it did something for him. It did do something, I but guess. not all. I mean, sometimes you know, all good PR, all PR is good PR. But this this wasn't it, bro. This 
This <laughs> not at all. All you gotta do because is this chill. is just embarrassing now. You're literally yeah. a laughing stock. <laughs> well, you can't, you now. can't really get another job. Who's gonna, I mean, who's gonna book you? Who's gonna book you? After and, this? and um, on uh, brilliant it is. Uh, they were saying that I didn't know the. I guess the mayor's brother, Chicago, the mayor of Chicago, his brother is his agent. But is his it, a lot of people's agent? Yeah, he, he has a, a lot of agent. pool in Hollywood mm-hmm. apparently. So, yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't think he's gonna be getting nothing anytime soon. Yeah, but I mean, I'm sure he's rich, so he'd be fine. Is he though? He got more money than me. I'm That's sure. facts. That's very true. I mean, he's straight. That's a good point. It's <laughs> a very good point. Is this what it's like to be a celebrity? You just gotta do fake things now to garner attention. <laughs> And, and you six know, nine is that, that, that brings me to a good point. Um, you, this this fame stuff is really toxic, man. Um, because it's it's social media times a hundred thousand. Like, uh, dang, I don't remember who it was who talked about it, but I know Logic's new song. He was talking about it, just like you know, we wonder why all these rappers are on drugs or taking a life and whatnot. But you gotta realize. When you get hot, and then you start to see like the white hot going down in fifteen minutes, of and then you're always up. wondering now, can you get back up there? And then seeing people saying, "Oh, you fell off this, that, and the third, but this is all you've seen," and constantly being compared to people. Well, that's all people I think pay attention to. That was the same thing with like Wale. Mm-hmm. Like Wale had a big group of supporters mm-hmm. but he was only listening to the naysayers and then he was going to all these radio stations talking about you know f everybody all this yeah. type of stuff and he was going in depression when all you focusing on is the people that are saying bad stuff about you all you gotta yeah. do is just rock with the people that rock with you and keep it yeah. moving Absolutely. i mean it's easy to say from my it, standpoint it is kind of hard to deal with it because you have to think in the sense too like especially like if you're a rapper like logic like who's constantly connecting to the fans through social media so you kind of have to look for that. Or if somebody's constantly at you, <coughs> you're going to have to see all of it regardless, like the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, what do you do in a sense? What do I do? What would I'm, I do? I'm saying for them, like oh. in their situation. Like, hey, it's just somebody. like this is what you're seeing. Like you give your heart and soul in this song and somebody's just on here just trashing it, just saying this is the worst thing you ever put out. Like, you know. I mean, it makes sense, but yeah. I mean, there's ways to deal with it. Clearly, it's just yeah. and I mean, it's know. easier to say what you would do when mm-hmm. you're not in the situation. Well, yeah, exactly. But exactly, who knows? Which leads leads us into our next topic, Big Sean, because uh, you know he's he's starting this little PR tour, clearly for his album. Uh, but he uh, had a little snippet, actually multiple snippets on IG, just kind of talking about his mental health and getting back into therapy and all that and whatnot. <laughs> Um, which I think is just a great thing from from someone with his type of platform, mm-hmm. just because of <clears throat> everything I just mentioned. Like right now, like you know, even because you're this big superstar, doesn't mean you still can't get help. Like I think people are still forgetting. Like these people are still human beings at the end of the day, um, and they're still trying to figure out life too. They just have all of this around them. Mm-hmm. That's my knowledge, because I mean, at, at the end of the day, we all breathe the same air, we all eat the same food. So, um, I think him talking about that, I definitely think 
people need to see that. Like, yo, if this man is doing this, why can't you? You know. Yeah. So um, and some, I mean, some of the stuff. Well, you got to think about like some stuff you hear about in the media, and not necessarily just Big Sean, but you hear stuff. You know, in the media, you may read something on what on Room or something like that, and it, mm-hmm. it seems crazy. And then people go in the comments and talking crazy and all type of stuff. And P, you talk with it about your friends, and y'all talk about, yeah, this dude is crazy, this, this, that. Mm-hmm. Like, matter of fact, Lamar Odom was a perfect situation. Yeah. For a lot of people, that was just like a talking point. Like, a lot of people nah, would talk about it. And they joke. But you don't realize, <laughs> but, and it's, it's so far removed, I guess, because you don't realize that the fact that that is like a person. You know how would how would that you know affect their personal lives? And then mm-hmm. I guess the added on part of people, you know, everybody in the world knowing about it is is a whole different thing. But yeah, sometimes I think I think when you see stuff in the news or you read something even about uh you know even about some of these politicians or anybody, it it gets to a point where you you don't see them as like people. Yeah. So it doesn't hit as hard. But then when you realize, like, if this was happening in my life, if I was on coke. And then my girl left me and all this type of stuff. It would be a wild ride. I like, you'd be crazy depressed and you had to go seek help too. Yeah. So this is, you know, same thing with like Big Sean and all these type of people. You, The things that you see and the things that you hear don't always seem real. And then when they, you know, now they got a platform to go on IG or whatever and talk about the help that they received and stuff like that, it makes it. It makes it a little bit more real, and it's yeah. cool that I guess people accept. We talked about like the stigma and stuff about it, but it's cool that people uh, have positive responses to it rather than mm-hmm. like joning them or something like that. Yeah, we growing up, man. But I know this might yeah, be. Or we just getting old. This might be his best album he ever put out. My Why man you think just that? broke up with Janae. <laughs> my man getting his mind right. You know, my man been in the gym. Yeah, I saw that. Oh no, nah, he's trying. getting old too. How old is Big Sean? Got to be what thirty? Thirties? I would say the youngest probably twenty nine. But yeah, he's, he should be in his thirties by now. Ugh. But That's um, crazy. yeah, I'm ready for that. I'm ready for that album. Yeah, shout man. out to Sean. All right, so now gotta switch over some movie time stuff. You know. Oh, oh, the, you finally. Whoa, whoa, I'm out. Last time I had already seen okay, it. Okay, because you saw like the opening <laughs> night, like on a Thursday. Yeah. I saw- <laughs> Sorry, we can't all just do that, you know. Like, we don't have kids and whatnot here, so. Yeah, Nova could come too, dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was good. You liked it? It was a great movie, man. I, I truly. Did y'all, did y'all see us yet? I just saw it tonight. Okay, yeah. cool. Right, it was so good. I'm not ruining anything. Hello, hello. And for those, oh, it, it'll go out. I think that either the headphones or the mic. Hello. All right, there we go. It was uh, the headphone that came up. But um, yeah. So I mean, I first off, I want to start off with the themes because I feel like people really have to break down this movie. I feel like yeah, people were expecting a, another type of Get Out or Get Out Part Two. You can't come in with that. That's that. why, yeah, that was why me and Timmy saw it the same night, and then Timmy came over to my house, and we talked about it a little bit. And he kept saying, it's, it's not as good as Get Out. I was expecting Get Out, and it wasn't Get Out, and all this type of stuff. And I was trying to explain, like, this was a whole nother, I think this, this was just a, it was a different movie. I mean. Like, Peel clearly <laughs> said this is a movie not about race. Yeah. 
And it, 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 I've heard a lot of people say it, but yeah, if, if Get Out was about racism, then Us was definitely about like classism, mm-hmm. and, um, the whole the whole structure of the class status or, or mm-hmm. privilege or anything, any way you want to say it. Yeah, the privileged and the unprivileged. Um. So of course the the biggest uh, theme is the classism. The tethered are the poor people in America. Uh, the people forgotten about, not taken care of. Um, and I, I think people is basically trying to show, like, you know, if you push a man to the point, to their limit, you know, they will do what they have to, you know, to to survive. Meaning, you know, if you put these poor people together, they will rebel. They will overthrow the government. Yeah, hey, uh, and uh, not, not to get on, like, a tangent, but that was the big thing. This I always tell people this too. Martin Luther King, before he was assassinated. Oh, the poor people's campaign. That, that was it, the That's why he had to die. It was going from <laughs> it was going from eliminating concepts of racism and then going to eliminate the uh, not even stigma, the, the systemized inequality against the poor and disenfranchised. Yeah, but you know, as soon as you, I feel, not <clears throat> I feel, as soon as you do something about. That as soon as you try to make a statement, try to make a power move, they something about that, quiet. it's a wrap. Um, but that's a, I mean, that's another topic. But yeah, that, no, that, I definitely think um, us, the tethered, signified that mm-hmm. that forgotten class or yeah. the people who are not as privileged. Yeah, and then of course us, United States, mm-hmm. um, the whole theme of duality with the scissors. Uh, the whole having the doppelganger. Um, there was another scene in there. Oh, the whole Elevens um, throughout the movies. Jeremiah eleven eleven. Mm-hmm. And because uh, I, as soon as I saw the Jeremiah eleven eleven, I was like, okay, this is gonna play a big part in the movie. Um, and I should have pulled that up already. There we go. Oh, people have been searching with so. the scripture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, people would say it. It um, it had a lot to do with the movie. Yeah. Because it's therefore, thus saith the Lord, behold, I will bring evil upon them, which they shall not be able to escape. And though they shall cry unto me, I will not. It was one more part on there. I will not hearken unto them. So, and that's also another thing to another thing that was on there about the poor not having a voice. Like, now that the tether could speak. Mm-hmm. Throughout the movie, um, except for Red, of course, because she was actually human. Um, I still don't understand how she lost her voice, though. Like, because what? How she lost her voice from being un uh, being underground? underground. What was probably? She choked it that hard to where she lost her voice. (laughs) Crushed her pharynx. Dang. That's messed up. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I well, the the I I felt like I knew I knew they switch as soon as well one I had a hint as soon as she wasn't able to talk and she was in the therapist's office and they was like she's just not talking. I was like, all right, hmm. Oh yeah, something's. And up. then when she was like killing people and she was like, she was acting all crazy. Yeah. I was like, yeah, all right, this is the other girl for sure. Nah, it was when she was doing the random gazes, like, out of nowhere in the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. I was just like, all right, something's clearly wrong with her. Like, what's up with her? 
But I'm not going to lie to you. I kind of fell asleep, like, the first... <laughs> The movie was like at you, 10 o'clock. You, you definitely you watched. <laughs> <laughs> but I came back. I came back for the important part. But, you um, because you I remember like, I remember stuff like, you know, they uh, went to the beach. Or they, you know, they introduced the characters. They want to go to the beach. She didn't want to go because clearly that's the where. The entire situation. Yeah. You know. Oh, um, so, yeah. And then they go there. She had a conversation with the white lady. I don't remember what that was said, but I'm sure that was important too. The, but the conversation, no, the conversation with the white lady was, she was just telling her she wasn't really about it. Uh, uh, Lupita, she was just focused on like staying straight, watching her kids. Yeah. And the white lady, she kept talking about how she didn't like her husband and all this type of stuff, and she was just shutting mm-hmm. her down. She wasn't really talking to her. Yeah. Um. That was an interesting. I mean, all right, so did you, a lot of people thought there was something, and I kind of thought this after people said it, honestly, but with the Lupita that came from the underground and came up, Mm -hmm. she could have, she could have freed everybody. She could have, like, but she was evil revolution. So why would she let everybody know that? No, no, no. Okay, no. The Lupita that came up from the ground, that came up from the underworld or whatever. She could have freed all the the people from on the ground. The she tethered. Could, yeah, she could have let all them come up, and then this could have been a revolution that bit, that started whenever she was a little girl. But also realize she's evil. No, but well, the the concept of evil. I don't think either one of them was evil. No, she was, bro. Everybody down there was literally evil. No, they weren't evil, bro. It yes, was, they were. It depends on, it depends on bruh, the But you literally saw her walking down, like, looking with the scour on <laughs> like... He's talking about how she looked. But I'm talking about the perspective. If you're somebody... Think about it, Art, from uh, the poor and disenfranchised versus the privileged. If you're somebody who's poor, you have these things that... that may come off as you know evil or whatever like that they weren't evil looking at it from their side look at it from their side they were like um these people up top they got all this stuff they got sunlight they take for granted they got food that they take so for did granted. they know they what was going above above ground i that's a, i don't know i know not until the girl told him because oh, she was true. the messiah, she was the that's the true. revolutionary that set the rebellion. That's true. But you could have easily, but yeah. So that, but my point was, so the Lupita that came up from the underground and then lived her life, she could have went and freed everybody, and they said that kind of stood for the people that make it out of poverty, but, but they don't, don't help, go back. Yeah, they don't oh, help the people true. behind them up. So like you, you made it out of this world of of. Uh, horror and all this type of stuff mm-hmm. you could have reached back and helped out the people from underground but instead you just lived your own life and you did everything for yourself and you've been yeah. selfish but you didn't help out the people so ex- to the same point the people that come out of poverty there's some people that don't go back and they don't reach down and help the people from the places where they came from mm-hmm. and then you see a never ending cycle but eventually they're gonna come people gonna come up people yeah. rebel and it's gonna be a yeah. It's going to be wild. Yeah. And then the other situation with the Jeremiah 11, 11 scripture was the scene where she used the, uh, it was the white family 
and they were all getting killed by the doppelgangers. Yeah. And she was calling the cops with Alexa, but um, it played it played a song playing, by uh, the police. The NWA song. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was, was also NWA? saying the whole like the fo- worshiping the false idols reference, going back to like. We called on to technology before we called on to God, like literally when we're about to die. So um, that was something like really dope that, because uh, like technology failed, like your God basically failed. Mm-hmm. So that was something cool that stuck out. Um, <coughs> another one too was just like the male is not the dominant role, like the, the person saving the family in a sense. It was Lupita basically coming through. And saving the fame with the, the entire thing. Which is still so fucking crazy because of the way the movie ended. It's just... What the <laughs> hell, man? <laughs> like... But, um... I didn't think she would... I didn't think she would kill her. I thought the girl... I thought the original Lupita was going to win. Yeah, knowing what I know now, I would definitely wish she would have still But you keep that. saying the evil... I, I still don't think they're evil... I just think they were again, like you look at it from a different perspective. If you're looking at it from well, the perspective I, I of somebody that's privileged, evil because another thing people say was basically this movie's basically showing that everybody has evil inside of us. Like we all have an evil side, basically. Wait, what? Oh, wait, you said we all have an evil. That was the like one of the themes, the underlying themes. Oh, to go you see, not like, along with the poverty. The but I'm saying thing. like. Becoming evil pushed to that limit because you saw mm-hmm. like at one point the kids were just killing people like yeah because oh, they were okay. being pushed to that saying. limit you know yeah I, yeah I think that was a that was a, a good point about like Winston Duke's character is like you know to a point <clears throat> he wasn't the type of dude that was you know like the I like guess stereotypical black dude or whatever but he had the stereotypical black features. Tall, big yeah. man, so strong. There, so he should be there was able a to dichotomy, save. and then you you get a situation where where people get put put in situations to survive. They succeed, and they they prevail. Like he had to kill two people. He had to kill the, the white dad and mm-hmm. the black dad. Where the kids had to kill people and all this type of stuff. Yeah. So it gets to a point where when you push, yeah, when you push somebody, um, you know, they either they have the will to survive or they don't. Yeah. A lot of them did. So, do you think... Alright, so, Pluto is a, the the Jason in the the red jumpsuit, correct? And Jason is a regular little boy. Quote, unquote. Pluto... Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So, do you think Jason was a tether the whole time as well? And Pluto was actually the real? Mm-mm. No. I just think he... He was the only. He was one of the first people to notice about the, that they do what we do, blah blah, blah. which I think, and I think this is me going on a tangent. If you're going along with the privilege narrative, it's the children's ability to see that people, you know, no matter what, no matter race, creed, or you know how much money they have, see the similarities in different people. Because mm-hmm. the people, people always say like kids don't see race or kids don't see privilege and all this type of stuff. Yeah. So you see a kid and he realizes that the people who are seen as evil or seen as unprivileged really are just like him mm-hmm. or just like them. So he sees the similarities between those two. Whereas 
everybody else seen these people as, like you said, they seen them as evil, when really they were just people just like them who just didn't have the privileges of having food, having sunlight, and all this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I thought. But I don't know. Nobody on the internet was saying that. So I was like, I don't know. But yeah. that's what it seemed like. Yeah, the kids, the kids see everybody else. They don't, so they that's don't see why that you stuff. think he was the only one that was able to control his tethered? I think he was the one. He, he he wasn't the only one to control it, but I think he was he was the one that brought on how to that he noticed it, because the um, Abraham and uh, Winston Duke's character when he fixed his glasses, the other dude like fake fixed his glasses and he saw that, and then he took his glasses and all types of stuff, but he didn't really recognize it until it until the kid had to back up into the fire and everybody was like, oh okay, yeah, got you, got you, got you, got you, got you. Cause I definitely think he knows that his mom is the tether, cause he was in the locker room. Oh yeah, so of course he heard it. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but I mean, at this point, you gotta just let it ride. But I also want to know is too, is Jason and the sister? Those are the neighbors. Banging on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm out of here. <laughs> What? <laughs> my double I'm game cool busted. Yeah, I'm gone. <laughs> I ain't even asking no questions. But um, that's real, that's one thing. The movie, like right after the movie, I was sitting there like, can I beat myself in a fight? Man, like if, if myself came to me, came in a fight, like I don't know. It might be a rap for me. Honestly, dog. if I think about it, I'm gonna die. So I'm gonna just have to just. And it's you <laughs> with like savage intentions. So I think if me, the worst of me versus if me now, dog, it's a wrap for me, dog. I'm, I'm, I'm dead. Yeah, that's crazy. But I feel like I met my doppelganger already in high school. What? Yeah. Everybody said we look like each other. That's because y'all was the only two black kids in school. <laughs> <laughs> you know that might be true, but. Um, Cause I never saw it. I was just like, I don't know what y'all talking about. <coughs> um, Hello. <laughs> this is Black Demi. Ew, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, they was just trying to flame back then. <laughs> I said it's just cause y'all was the only black people. But um, but yeah. But yeah, no, it was, it was interesting. It was an interesting movie. I feel like there was some other themes going on. Cause we went in. I, and I think there was a bunch. Um, oh, also the animal testing, because you animal know testing? they always test stuff on animals before they test it on humans. Because mm-hmm. you see now that they've been able to like clone animals or whatnot. Like every now and then we'll see those reports about they just cloned another sheep or something. Yeah, what animal? That's why they were all the those rabbit? rabbits. Yeah. Oh. So. Hmm. That's so, interesting. I got look. I got to read some stuff on the rabbit part because I, I don't know what the rabbit stood for. Yeah, but I'm gonna have to watch that movie again on bootleg. Oh, for sure. Um, <laughs> Are you sure somebody, somebody was like, I'm gonna I'm just wait for it to come out on bootleg. You say, You finna be watching them. <laughs> you gonna be watching them. <laughs> no, nah, man, I'm gonna have to catch it for real because it was a good movie. It was, no, it was really good. It was just like Get Out. Like when I first saw Get Out, I was like, Yeah, I gotta see that. In that regard, it was like Get Out. Mm-hmm. Like, I gotta see that again because mm-hmm. there was obviously some stuff that I probably didn't catch. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, but yeah, it was a really good movie, man. I truly enjoyed it. 
Yeah, um, with it. The only thing I didn't, I didn't, um, I didn't connect with was the. Uh, what's the thing called? What was um, the initiative of holding oh, hands, hands? Hands Across America. Hands Across America. So did the Hands Across America, when they did it in real life with the tethers, fail because they didn't have a game plan afterwards? Did Hands Across America fail in real life? It failed in real that? life. Because of that? Well, because it, it wasn't enough attraction momentum. But I'm saying it failed in, I guess, like a a theme sense because... Yeah, they killed everybody, but now all they're doing is holding each other's hands. Like, mm-hmm. what's the next? Well, the next step would have came from Lupita's character because she was the messiah. Oh, yeah, that's true. So once she, she died, them other people they couldn't even talk. So it was that's like, nice. all right, like what? They, they were just <laughs> just stand there till they die. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I forgot about that. But um, yeah, us. Was, I, I, I'm going to see it. I don't, I'm the, um, see, I was about to say I'm not going to buy a ticket and go see it again. But I do want to support Jordan Peele. Mm-hmm. So maybe I should buy a ticket. But yeah, no, nah, I might catch it on uh, Netflix when it come out on Netflix. Hey. Um, what else do we have? I think that's everything with us. Like I said, it was a great movie. Yeah, um, great if movie. you didn't get it, go watch the movie again. You just you came in with a little too many things in your head. Um, it's a good movie. <coughs> Shout out to Jordan Peele. Dog. Shout out to Jordan Peele. I think it was the best, uh, most grossing movie with the In black female lead. Oh, for real? Third. Oh, uh, best go ahead, Lupita. Go ahead, Lupita. So you know, Shout out to at School of Acting. Doing the damn thing. Doing the damn thing. All right, so I'm not even gonna lie, bro. I'm kind of proud of myself. That thing with the kids. I just thought about that. The kid seeing. Seeing the same. Oh, video. like you put that two I two together. I was like, damn, yeah, that was kind of smooth, bro. That was kind of good. Oh man! All right, so next segment that we have is the Atlanta Green Book segment. So you know, it's one of the new segments that we've just added, mm-hmm. and every week we are going to shout out a black-owned business yep. in Atlanta and that you all should check out. And so this week, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, oh no no! I was about to say uh, I had to. Uh, I uh, Demi found one this week, and I think it was uh, definitely uh, super dope. Yeah, when he showed it to me. So uh, the place I have is Ewe Fresh, and Ewe Fresh is actually located right by the Mercedes Benz Stadium, mm-hmm. like uh, like the road right above it. Um, but Ewe Fresh is basically like a natural spa place. And when I say like natural, like every product in there is natural based. Yeah. Like literally they have a place where you can create like your own like remedies, like even beard oil or like hand lotion. Like I made my own like, um, <coughs> I forgot what it was called, but dog, my hands were so soft, bro. <laughs> like I couldn't believe it. I didn't want this feeling to go away. And it was on there all day. Uh, it's on 341 Nielsen Street in Atlanta, literally in the heart of downtown. You can't miss it. Uh, Yolanda Owens is the owner of the spa. She's known as a skincare chef because she uses healthy ingredients in her farm to face skincare products and spa. Um, her approach has been made well known like celebrities like Kelly Rowland, mm-hmm. singing in praise of her products. 
Little Scrappy's been there. Waka Flock has been there. It's a really dope spot. And as soon as you walk in, it's just like a whole bunch of greenery. It's like a greenery walkway. And uh, it's really dope. And they actually got a barbershop in there, too, for my guys. Atlanta Hot Shave. I've gotten a haircut there for $25. Hot, hot Shave. You get your beard. Yeah. They do the warm. See, I don't know, because I'm, I'm definitely like a... I don't really grow my chin hair out. Mm-hmm. And it... It doesn't grow mm. as luscious as I would like, <laughs> but I hear the hot towel is everything. Yeah. I hear the hot towel is it. Yeah. So they have veggie spa packages, veggie facials, nails, herbal massages. They got like a little chakra section to create and whatnot. Um, and of course, they have it by the minutes and whatnot and all that good stuff. But if you're looking for some real good natural <laughs> stuff... I'm telling you, this is a place to be at. It's, it's a beautiful real smooth. Place. Beautiful it's place. in the cut. Full of beautiful but when you walk people. in, you're just like, yo, this is this is a real deal. So I might have to go get know. a massage over there. I said they got massage deals yeah, on some days. I might have to slide you know, through. You know, you got a booth thing. Y'all want to go on a little date. You yeah, know what I mean, get just pedicures together, get manicures together. Even if y'all just make some lotion real quick, that's just a cool little activity. That's real talk. That's man. real talk. I might have to slide. I'm gonna slide by when Chris is in town. Yeah, man. That's so, actually really. That's a good idea. So good definitely idea. check them out. They're on all the social media, of course. Yeah. But um, like I said, you know, I wouldn't recommend it if I ain't use it. So I W I. You dig? So yeah, check that out. And then the last segment, of course, all things considered, this is where we just find dope stuff positive of the week, and we want to share it to you all. So I want to shout out my boy Two Chains because Two Chains just became the latest rapper to own his masters a hundred percent. You know, round of applause for that. We know we're all for about that owning your stuff. Mm-hmm. Fuck Own these your music art. businesses, owning all the money. We need to get it back. Invest in our our own stuff, man. Have the rights of our own stuff. Yeah. You know, be able to do whatever they want. Yeah, with it's it. ridiculous to be an art. Not ridiculous, but there's a lot of people that are artists that. You know, they, they don't have control of their art, which is yeah. which is wild. Yeah. So I love to see that. I hope we get to see more of that, man. That's that's great, man. Shout Gotta out continue to continue that trend, man. yo. I see you, Uzi, you know, trying to make that, that move to Rock Nation, man. I hope that works out for you. Uh, seriously, man, because it's nothing worse than having all this music. Being able to create and not be able to release it, man. That's mm-hmm. crazy. That's wild. So I'm glad things are in the work for that. So, with that being said, thank you guys for coming for another episode of In General. Appreciate it. If you haven't you. already, please uh, follow, subscribe, like, repost, all that, all that good all stuff, that, all man. That. And if you haven't already, follow us on social media, on Twitter and IG, at In General Show, yeah. Personals, IG, DBassy, D underscore Bassy on Twitter, Ty, B-L-B-C-K-T-Y underscore on Twitter. Yes, sir. Like always, thanks again. We appreciate y'all. We see y'all in the next episode. Thank you. Love you. Stay black. Adios. Peace.